0: Uh, today's podcast is sponsored by audible.com. Uh, for those of you who may not know, audible.com is the leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Uh, they've got audiobooks, uh, podcasts, guided meditations, audible originals, all sorts of great content for you to uh, listen to. And you can get a free trial if you visit audibletrial.com/business Growth. Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast continues to gain recognition as a great resource for small business owners, sales professionals, uh, entrepreneurs, uh, all sorts of folks in the business realm. And this is really because uh, I get some great guests on here. These are people with expertise in particular areas of business, and they join me to have a conversation where they share that expertise with all of you. That way you can get the answers you need, ideas, suggestions, and connection to these folks so that uh, you can be doing better things in your business. Today, we are fortunate to have as our guest, Lisa Magnuson. Lisa has walked in the shoes of sales leaders, including small business owners. She was an award-winning sales manager and led the charge as a sales VP for several sales organizations across a variety of geographies including executive positions with two Fortune 50 companies. Lisa is a published author of countless articles on sales topics, ranging from pre-call planning to landing top-line accounts. She's the author of multiple award-winning books, including her latest book, The Top Sales Leader Playbook, How to Win 5X Deals Repeatedly. Thanks so much for joining me today, Lisa.
1: Thank you, Diane. Happy to be part of your show.
0: I am thrilled to have you here, Um, and and I am fascinated with this 5X Deals, uh, which I will ask you about in a minute. Um, I am curious about why you decided to interview, what is it, 41 sales VPs, um, and what you learned that applies to small business owners, if you would.
1: Yeah, you know that's a great question because I it, it, I was a sales VP uh, prior to starting my business 15 years ago uh, for a couple of different Fortune 50 companies. I also work with sales VPs every day. So they are my, my audience, along with small business uh, owners who, who run sales. And uh, so I thought I was pretty in tune with their challenges, with their goals, with, with their approach to large uh, enterprise deals. Um, but when I really put together a structured interview and had live conversations with 41 of them over the course of a year, um, I learned some things that were surprising. And, uh, one of the things that really, I kind of knew, but sort of really sort of screamed out at me was the fact that these sales leaders or company leaders are expect their salespeople to follow a sales playbook, a sales process, everybody kind of, you know, interchanges those, those, those terms, uh, you know, a structure and, and we all agree that's, that's the way to get predictable results. Yet the sales leaders or company owners don't have a playbook of their own, a playbook that they can follow um, to be better leaders and company owners to really create a situation where their company or sales organization can repeatedly win very, very large deals. And so that was one of the big ah (laughs) ahas. And kind of the impetus to, to, to write the book in the way I wrote it um, is to give them, that leadership group, uh, a playbook that they can use also, just like they expect their salespeople to to
0: use a playbook. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That, that is great. It's, it's unfortunately true, um, a, a, but I'm so glad that you learned that and then did something with it because I, I think... That is one of uh, the biggest struggles that salespeople have, that they, they have an expectation given to them, which is fine, but they aren't necessarily getting the sort of um, guidance and support and consistency from their leadership that they need in order to be able to, to meet those expectations.
1: Yeah, and so that was another huge finding after talking (laughs) to the you know sales VPs is that the reason for that, the reason why they can't give them the time and attention that they need the salesperson, is because the sales leaders are inundated. As a matter of fact, they have twice as many challenges as they have goals. Twice, twice the challenges. So the salesperson might uncover a big opportunity, what I call a five X about five times your average deal size, a big opportunity, they need help, they don't have the experience, the track record, the background, they need some help with that, what do you do, how do you develop this, how do you, you know, what yeah. what, what does that path look like for these big deals, because it's not the same as your regular sales process, it's, you've got to do your regular sales process and more, they need help, yet the sales leaders have, twice as many challenges as they have priorities. So they just have a really hard time making the time to help the salespeople go after these big deals. And, 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 and really having a playbook just like it's true for salespeople can can put them in a position of strength. If they know what to do, they know what the winning plays are. They know what the yellow flags are when things are going wrong. The red flags, they, they know what the remedies are. They're in a better position to help. And that's really key.
0: That's really interesting. Okay. I want to dive into this a little more. So can, can you tell me more about the 5X deals? So, so I, i get it that it's like five times what a regular deal is how does how do they determine that I, I mean just you know in general what what's happening there when someone's coming across something like that
1: yeah so you know i'll tell you a quick story um
0: yeah.
1: about a a situation that you know that i was lucky enough to be involved with uh some years ago and and um the salesperson you know was an account executive. And had gotten a new account in her territory. Her name was Christy. And, you know, so she went out and called on the account. It was this large, large company, large insurance company. And she, you know, through talking to her new contact, she realized that this could be a lot bigger than she thought. It could be a lot bigger than just the nor- her her normal um, you know, deal size. And so she comes, you know, literally racing back to the office, you know, gets in line in front of the sales VP's <laughs> door and says, I think I've got a really big opportunity. This could be much bigger than, you know, than normal. And in this particular situation, the sales VP listened about the opportunity. There was some real showstoppers, some red flags, yellow flags. And, and, and so in this, in this particular situation, that's when I got called in. And really, I was called in just for you know one meeting. Uh, I remember specifically it was a Friday afternoon. It was eight or nine of us, and the whole purpose of the meeting was to kind of talk about this opportunity and was it even worth going forward? Well, the short answer is that me- that Friday meeting went into Saturday. <laughs> There's some real you know, problems. But at the end of the day, uh, Christy and her sales VP and and that group that was tasked with, you know, kind of making that go, no, go decision said, you know what, let's go for it. And like 18 months later, they won that deal. Actually, I ended up staying with them for the whole time. Wow. <laughs> uh, won that deal. It was the biggest deal of its type in the company that year. And they still have that account and that account has grown and, and led to so many more opportunities. both well, for Christy and her sales VP personally, uh, career growth, but revenue, you know, just all kinds of good things. That account became a banner account for them. So that's not unusual. Um, you know, salespeople are going about their business or maybe a company owner and they all of a sudden go, Oh, this one could be bigger we're going to need to do some things differently is it worth it to do some things differently and they're going to have to go through that same process and it's going to take might not take 18 months but it's going to take longer and they're going to have to do some things that are not part of their
0: normal sales process boy that's really interesting and i think one of the things that i like about it is going through the discussion around is it worth doing things differently because I, so one of the things that I see, especially small business owners do is they're presented with the opportunity to, to get a, a big, you know, huge deal, like nothing they've had before. And they sort of ignore everything else and decide they're going to do it and then fit things into the mold. And it isn't necessarily the best decision for their business.
1: Yeah. You know, it's over the years because that's my whole niche are these, you know, these big deals and working with the teams to, to help develop and, hang and, and land these, these really big deals. And so over the years I've developed and refined tons of tools around that. Um, and so, you know, one of the places when today I didn't have it when Christy uncovered this opportunity, and ran into her sales VP's office, but, but I have a scoring, uh, a scoring tool, that uh, that really it's 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 over and above what a salesperson or a business owner would do to qualify a prospect. So we all know that the qualifying stage in your sales playbook is probably the most important stage. Okay. You know, really assessing all the aspects of that potential of that suspect to determine if they w- you're going to really move forward with them as a prospect. Um, well, for big deals, in addition to all of that. I have a scoring tool that also really talks that 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 has the account team defining other things you know that that determine is it worth it to put in the extra time and attention to spend the next whatever it's going to take six months nine months 18 months Um, and it's not just the time I mean in the course of that time you're doing account strategy work you're probably involved with maybe some, some RFPs, maybe not, certainly big presentations, you know, things that require lots of preparation, gaining an executive sponsor, um, which can take a lot of work. That's the topic of, of uh, one of my, my other book, my prior book, which is still selling about getting to that executive sponsor and cultivating that executive sponsor. All of that takes a lot of time. So it's really important to make a good decision or the best decision that you can up front. And um, it's well over and above just what you would do to qualify a normal prospect. Wow. (laughs) These deals though, when you, when Like Christy and the VP, when they decide, yes, they're game changers. They're game changers for the company. I mean, I worked with a client just recently, and, and we went through exactly the same process. We scored this deal, and, and, and the deal was not a, a, a lay down. It wasn't a current customer. Uh, the prospect was really had some, some, some bad perceptions of my client, and yet we decided, you know what? There's enough here and we it, this took nine months but it was a 40 million dollar deal 40 dollars wow. that was a game changer for that company also once they got that 40 million dollar brand new client that client gave them a referral for another huge project in the first 90 days of working with them
0: oh my It
1: was like one led to another and that's what wow happened deals. They become your banner accounts. They're the they're the they're the accounts that everybody talks about, references. They grow. They turn into more revenue. Sometimes they can result in a referral. So if you make the right decision up front, it's worth it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. As long as you go through the pro the the due diligence rally, right? Going, going yeah, through the process, right? Right. right? Which is why well, you need yeah. the playbook
1: got to do the work. I, I, you know, my whole career, 15 years, uh, you know, owning my company and involved with lots of big deals before that really, you know, once I kind of got started in sales, most of my time has been, you know, in this big deal area, but, um, you know, I, have never, uh, I've never known of a situation where somebody just got, uh, you know, just got one. (laughs)
0: Over. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute! Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's nice. Good gig beings, I, I've never seen anyone get it.
0: <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> you know they don't even necessarily get the smaller ones in, in right. that
1: way, right? right. Yeah, right. we used funny. to call those bluebirds. I don't know why that was when I started with Xerox, you know, so many years ago in, in sales, it's like when you just got that lead that turned into order, it was, we called them bluebirds. But those well, start-
0: that's interesting. I wonder why five X deals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> So much. I understand that so much. Yeah. much. Um, okay. So, so talk to me some about the factors, you know, like the most significant factors between success and failure when it comes to these enterprise
2: deals.
1: Yeah. So, you know, there's really kind of four areas that need to be in play when you, when you think about these deals and, and, and these ended up being the four parts of my book, uh, the playbook and, and inside of these four areas, you know, each of them have plays, but, you know, at the, at, you know, kind of at the top level, what do you need to do to be successful? What do you, and not just once, but repeatedly. That's, that's the key word in my book title is, you know, it's nice if you can get one, but what if you could get 10? What if you could get one every year? What if you could get whatever, you know, whatever it is for, for your listeners? Um, So, so not just the one, but how do you, you know, what does it take to have this engine that produces these five X deals? All the time on uh, you know on a repeatable basis well there's really kind of four things that have to be in play the first thing is the sales leadership you've got to have like you said yourself Diane those sales leaders need to be engaged so you know one of one of the plays inside a sales leadership and we know and it could be company leader leadership too Within um, a smaller organization, you know, they have got to say, this is a priority. This pro- We have scored this opportunity, and it's a priority for us. We are going to bring the resources together. We understand it's going to be a long-term effort. And if there's a uh, quarterback, which there should be, that person needs to be designated and enabled. And the, and the sales leadership has to do that. And so that's just one example. That's actually a play in the playbook is how do you designate and enable the account quarterback?
0: Nice. Um,
1: and it might sort of seem like, well, of course, the company leadership or the sales leadership is going to be engaged. It's a big deal. But we already said that that's not necessarily true. Yeah. So inundated with all those challenges, twice as many challenges as they have goals. So, you know, we can't just assume that's, that's the case. As a matter of fact, in, in most cases, it's not. So the, the, there's got to be that strong sales leadership. And then you have to have, you know, methodology people, you know, especially salespeople it's like, what is the heck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how are you going to do it? And you know, what is the, when you, when you get a big deal in your company or your sales organization, what happens? What's the path? What, what, how, how what, what are the things that are going to occur? Those things have to be clear. In other words, you know, the the, the organization, the team, the account team, they have to know what to do. Mm -hmm. And examples of that are, you know, like one of the plays is deploying advances, advances meaning advancing the customer. And those things are things that are on top of your normal sales process. So an example of that might be like relationship, creating a relationship map you know, mapping all the relationships that you have and that you need to be successful. And we know from statistics, that number has is growing every year. It's like eight to 12 decision makers and stakeholders involved in any large scale enterprise relationship today. And when I work with teams, a lot of times they may have two or three relationships. So Mapping is about figuring out what do we have and then analyzing those and what do we need and how are we going to get those?
0: Hmm.
1: So, you know, that kind of that way, the things you're going to do, that has to be in place. And the other thing that has to be in place is execution. So, you know, when you have long-term projects today, it's so easy for people to get distracted. You know, yeah. are, you know what are the things that need to be in place to commit like war rooms is one of the plays under execution War by what, what I mean by war rooms are account strategy sessions, you know, not just one, (laughs) but you know, one every two weeks for the next nine months or whatever's required from, for that opportunity. But you have to commit to those. They have to, they have to be a commitment all the way through. You have to execute on your strategy. And then the last thing is culture. You know, is the executive team fully engaged? Are they engaged with the opportunity? Are, do they know their counterparts? You know, d- does your organization have a culture of celebrating huge wins? Celebrating is not a nice to do. Celebrating is a is a business investment that has an ROI associated with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, so, so, the, so. so you know, there's a lot of things in, in, in having that big deal culture, a lot of plays there too. So, so those, all four of those things, the leadership, the methodology, how you're going to do it, executing, actually doing the things that you know are important and, and, and need to be done, and then having this culture, all those things need to be in place to really create this engine that is going to generate uh, big deals repeatedly. That
0: was the answer to your question. Sorry. Oh no! Don't apologize. I just I was taking notes. I I mean, because it 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 is so dead on. And one of the things that I wrote down, you know, when you said execution, and then you said whatever is required. And so, the thought that kept coming into my head was, you can't um, spitball this. You know, you you can't just sort of wing it, and think that it's gonna come out okay for so many reasons, but you just, you know, you it's, gotta know what's required and then do it. Well, one of the big things under
1: execution is pre-call planning. And and pre-call planning is something that every salesperson can use to be more effective for just their regular deals, day in and day out, a methodical way to plan for their customer conversations. But when you have these big deals, yeah. pre-call planning means a lot of times gathering you know numerous people together to do the pre-call planning it's going to take longer maybe it's you know 34 30 45 40 minutes an hour to to really plan for those conversations and i just uh, working with a client that i had worked with on a very very large deal recently and the, uh, the sponsor for that deal came in to talk to another group that I was working with. And, and, and what he said was, he goes, if we had not embraced pre-call planning, planning for every single conversation all the way through, he goes, it, our, our 5x contract, which they did get, um, could have fallen off at any point, any point. Mm-hmm. It was that precarious. And that's these big deals just because you're on the path with that customer, so are your competitors. Right. You know, so things can go awry and do go awry. But if you, you know, put these things in place and especially commit to something like war rooms, which is regular account strategy sessions and pre-call planning, really planning for every single interaction, then you just keep increasing your likelihood of success. I mean, just, it's like those meetings, it's like, okay, we just increased our likelihood of success another 10%.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, yeah. You, you get to yeah. the end, like wow, we just won that 40 million dollar contract. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's what we're talking about five times.
1: Right. It's, what we're it's talking exactly. about looks different for some of my clients. Uh 5x is a $250,000 deal. right uh, But that doesn't mean that any of these things aren't exactly the same. They yes.
0: Are. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. That's great. I'm going to take a quick sponsor break and then um, we'll continue the conversation. Accelerate Your Business Growth Podcast is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com. As I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, and I'm hoping you all know, Audible.com is a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. They do have thousands of titles to choose from as well as audible originals podcasts news uh, guided meditations if you think about whatever you can listen to uh there's a good chance that you can find it on audible uh just to give you an idea so i like audiobooks one of my favorite audiobooks is evidence-based recruiting uh, it was written by one of our previous guests at Atarki. and um Besides the fact that I love the book, one of the things that I love about being able to listen to it is that I can like, listen to it in my car, and then I can get out of my car and go in my house or my office, and I can pick right up where I left off, because you can listen like across devices. So it's a pretty slick tool. I love it. I think you will, too. And you know what? Why not give it a whirl? Because you can get a free trial. Uh, by going to audibletrial.com slash business growth. Today we are speaking with Lisa Magnuson about firing up your 5X deal engine. Okay. Um, if you had to give one piece of advice or, or one tool for um, anyone listening who's thinking to themselves, boy, you know what? I really need to improve my effectiveness, especially when it comes to large opportunities, uh, what would that be? Like Like uh, of the four areas that we talked about a minute ago, is there like any particular tool that you would suggest they embrace?
1: Um, so that's a great question
0: because sometimes
1: all of this becomes really overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, getting four areas up and running, that's, that's that's overwhelming for a lot of organizations. As a matter of fact, um, you know, I have a story at the start of my playbook, which is just that, you know, it's like, okay, what is, what is just kind of, how do I get started? What is one thing I can do? Um, two, two answers to that question, Diane. If you're a salesperson out there listening to this, the number one thing that you can do, in my opinion, Uh, to improve your your effectiveness is to make pre-call planning a habit. Hmm. Um, I do pre-call planning with my clients all the time. There's not a week that goes by that I don't have a pre-call planning discussion with an account team or with 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 somebody. I've got a great tool. It's a two-page fillable PDF. I update as a matter of fact I'm updating it right now but it's available for free. Download on my website. Um, People can get it. It's, it's just, it gives you the thought process and the structure. And it's not so much, I'm not so much about my tool as much as just create is making pre-call planning a habit. And that is not just doing a little research. It's not just having an agenda, although it includes those things. It's, it's kind of a structured thought process that helps you to put yourself in the customer's shoes. What is going to make that meeting really good for them What are they trying to accomplish? What would be a logical next step? And maybe the next best logical next step. So it kind of walks you through a thought process to help you to build the agenda to really improve that that, that customer conversation. So that's if you're a salesperson. If you're a business owner or leading sales or a sales uh, VP, to me, war rooms, account strategy sessions, because these putting that, you know, making that a priority on your calendar on a monthly basis, a lot of other things happen. So if, if, if it's a priority for you as a leader to have account strategy sessions every single month, you're automatically going to start to think about what are your top opportunities. You're going to talk sure. about scoring those opportunities. You're going to talk about, the opportunities themselves and what relationships and and like that relationship mapping example that I gave, but you're also going to, you, you know, you're going to kind of figure out what is, what, you know, what's our strategy? How could we win? What are our competitors doing? What do we need to do proactive and, proactively and reactively by re- just putting that stake in the ground of those sessions? You will, there's so much that will come from those. And, um, the key there is 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 not just a you know kind of flavor of the day or a once and done it's like really making that commitment to identifying and figuring out how to develop those those big opportunities and you, and to me the rubber meets the road there through account strategy sessions that i call war rooms and for leaders that want to do that and I'm not trying to just sell my book, but they should get my book because it will tell them how to do it. And their sample agendas, yeah. and what, you know, what are the things? Um, that's why I wrote it. I wrote the book so that leaders would have a playbook, super, you know, referenceable kind of, you know, bullet points, examples, so that they would have a playbook so that they could get to, off to a fast start
0: and i have to say that so one of the things anyone who knows me knows i love structure and process systems and so <laughs> that's one of my favorite things about this because that's what it's about it's about creating the plan the structure so that what i'm hearing is first of all it helps you make sure that you stay on course and it it has momentum to it so it ends up sparking other thought processes and and other idea sessions and gets just everyone's brain a little bit more involved in the process. It's
1: so true. I mean, one of my favorite uh,
0: things that I say constantly is
1: the account team gets it right. So the account team might be the account executive, the manager, the account executive, the company owner, maybe there's some resources, you know, whoever that account team is. I work with account teams that are large and some that are small, but but whoever that account team is, they get it right. When they sit down together to talk about account strategy, you know, with good healthy debate and discussion and, and agreement, they get it right. And when you get it right, you win. Yeah. And that's so just like pre-call planning, it's like every time you do that pre-call planning, you're just increasing your, your percentage of, of being effective account strategies the same way. If you have a big opportunity, every time you have that account strategy session, you're getting better and better and better and putting yourself in a higher likelihood position to win. It's not yeah. magic. It's, it's, so the, <laughs> you know, the, those are the two things that you can do and you don't even have to be great at them. Just commit to them. You'll yeah. get better. You know, you'll seek out all of a sudden. It's like, well, I don't know how to develop an account strategy. Okay, seek out resources that that show you how to do that. Right. You know, so, but you don't have to start knowing all of that. No. You'll, you'll you'll get better and better, and you'll figure out what you need to know that you don't know, and there's resources available. You know, like my book and, and other great resources out there that can help.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. And and it's and it that alone is a process. Yeah. It, right it, it has to start somewhere and you then figure out what information you need to bring in, what tools and resources you need to bring in and then you look exactly. for those
1: exactly
0: yeah. I mean one of the things
1: uh, you know like with with my book uh, is every single play I brought in a what I call a sideline coach or an expert so there's 16 plays inside of those four areas every single play, I found the person that I thought had the most expertise on that play. And so they weigh in, it's just a couple paragraphs, usually three or four paragraphs max, but they weigh in. So if you're talking about executive engagement, I brought in the the expert on executive engagement and, and he talks about his perspective on that play. And so you know it's 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 there's places like that where you can get a lot of perspectives um, and a lot of help with what you're trying to do
0: nice that that is really great so um uh what was I just going to ask you? So share with the listeners if you would um. The variety of ways that they can get the book. And, um, and, and I'm curious if you would be open to sharing the story in the beginning of the book that you mentioned a, a minute ago.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, right. you know, one of the things that um, I do with, with my clients uh, where we're engaged in a war room program, it might be just one account, it might be a host of accounts. Um, but we, a lot of times we'll start with, with sort of a five X deal success assessment. And that assessment really helps them to gauge where they are in those four areas and around the 16 plays. Okay. And so, you know, I was working with a client, uh, the story in the book, uh, uh, is, is about, uh, you know, working with one of, uh, VP sales and his uh, team sales managers and we were doing this assessment and they you know we were talking about where they are where they really where their gaps are where they really wanted to be what they could do and 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 the group just you know sort of became overwhelmed (laughs) with, with 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 the work and They asked me the exact same question that you just asked, you know, okay, we can't do all this right now. We, 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 we like that. We're assessing it. It gives us a roadmap, but we got to just kind of boil this down to just one thing. And, 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 you know, in the story, just like I told you, you know, we agreed on two things, pre-call planning and war rooms. That was the, you know, we agreed on those two things. And all of a sudden, all the oxygen came back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) People could breathe.
1: (laughs) So that you know, so for people interested in investing in the book, they if they save their Amazon receipt, they can get that assessment on my uh, on my website on the book page. All they have to do is is put their Amazon receipt number in there, and and they'll get this really nice sort of assessment that they can use with within their organization and with their team to really gauge where they are. And I just did it with a client last week. We're going to be working together all year. And we, we said, you know what, let's get a current state and then we'll do, it, we'll do it again at the end of the year. So there's lots of ways to use that assessment, but it's a nice tool. And um, really everything I've talked about, people can get on my website. They can click through to Amazon, uh, to look at the books, they can get a free uh, chap- chapter download on my latest book. Um, if they decide to buy that book, they can get this 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 uh, this uh, comprehensive assessment. The pre-call plan uh, is is free. They don't have to buy anything to get that. All of, I updated my whole website uh, last year, so it's really current and you know lots of good uh, you know resources also. Uh, the results of, of my findings, I put into an infographic um, after interviewing those 41 VPs, and that's downloadable on my website as
0: well. Wow. It, it, so see, th- this is where it's so great, having one place everyone can go. I really love that. And I think the results of that, uh, those interviews, is fascinating. So, Thank um, you. Yeah, yeah, just just really. And I really appreciate you coming on and explaining all of this stuff. I think this is Incredibly valuable information, and one of my takeaways is um, that that while all of these ideas that that you've shared and that are in your book are critically important for, you know, gaining those five x deals, I think they're critically important to growing a business and developing a really uh, sustainable uh, foundation of of clients that. That are um, the ones that, that you should be working with. You know, I, I mean, I, I think this is transferable to just about any deal anybody's working on.
1: It it is true. So a lot of the things that you have to do for your big deals, um, you can do for your little deals too. And they yeah. make it better and easier. There's there's no doubt about that. Um, and vice versa. Some of the stuff that works, because uh, at the same time you're doing the, you know, you're, you're, you know, working on a big opportunity. Sometimes it's a series of little opportunities that get you to the big opportunity. Yeah. So, right. Know, there, there tends to be that symbiotic relationship between just kind of what you're doing on a day-to-day basis to generate business, close contracts, and uh, and what you have to do for a really big deal. You you know, it's going to take longer. It's going to be more complex. It's messy. It's not always, you know, the sales process doesn't always just go flow nicely. Sometimes you have to go back to go forward and sideways and, and sometimes you even like trip and now you're in a hole, you got to dig your way out. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: Thanks um, for the truth.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's just the truth of the matter. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, sorry yeah. to say that is, that is the case. But, you know, listen, we have to live in reality. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah, but worth it. Well, worth it. Yes.
0: Yes, exactly. Nothing
1: oh. better than those win celebrations at the end.
0: Yes. I I so appreciate this. Thank you. Th- thank you, thank you. I I really think this was really valuable information. Excellent. Uh yeah, for for our listeners and listeners, thank you. You are who we are doing this for. Uh and I think, you know, he got an awful lot out of this episode as well. I know I did. I took tons of notes. Uh so uh, that is where we are. I would also like to thank our sponsor audible.com uh, you know get a free trial of audible.com by going to audibletrial.com slash business growth and explore uh, you know the audiobooks and the programs and uh, what I like to call found time because uh, you can multitask uh, you know uh, which is a hard thing to do but this actually lets you do it. So head on over there and check it out for yourself. As always, continue to prosper and be curious. And until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good
2: day. Enviar nota de voz al group chat. Buenos dias, ¿quieren desayuno de McDonald's? Guida dice, eres la mejor, un sausage McMuffin, please. Laura dice, si, sí, sausage McMurray is para mí. Ale dice, ya comí, pero me traes un hash browns, love you. El mi colega favorita, Jill. Llévate todos tus favoritos de desayuno como un sausage McMuffin por unos pocos dólares, solo en el $1, to dollars 3 menu de McDonald's. Precios y participación pueden variar, no puede ser combinado con un combo meal.
0: Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, p p powder Donut. <coughs> Okay, what's my line?
1: Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.
0: Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive
2: Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: Do you love news about LinkedIn, Indeed, Google, and just about every other recruitment tech company out there? Hell Yeah.